Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. And I'm Kirsty Faruja from Feels Like Home. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. To hang out with us more, check out the Art of Decluttering on Facebook and Instagram. And we'd love you to check out our website, artofdecluttering.com.au and see all that's happening over there. Let's, Let's get, get started. started. Today we have Jess Winnell with us and she is one of your BFFs, isn't she, Amy? Totally one of my BFFs. After me, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Welcome, Jess. I feel Jess. pretty stoked to have both of you in the same room. Hi, girls. <laughs> it is pretty exciting. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Jess. We've got Jess on today to talk to us a bit about autism spectrum disorder and how that looks around decluttering. So, Jess, apart from being Amy's BFF, can you tell us about yourself and what else is there to you? Um, okay, I'm a mother of four children. Um, yes, I'm very busy. I also work for a non-for-profit organisation in Queensland called uh, Steps Autism Treehouse. So we connect families living with autism um, to the right services and therapists um, and basically support them in any way we can. Um, I have had a lot of experience with autism as there's autism in my family. Um, so, yeah, what else would you like to know? Tell me about your hubby. <laughs> He's a wonderful husband. He's pretty good. Um, Amy knows him very well. He's currently got a back injury. <laughs> <laughs> so that's no fun but um he's a stockbroker and um yeah we're a very busy family as you can imagine great or well, yeah and I hear that one of your children at least one of your children but I know one of your children is a super fan of ours oh yes my eldest Reuben 
um, is Amy's biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> and she ha- he has listened to the podcast a few times, but he's particularly obsessed with the book. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so it's, yeah, he's uh, constantly telling um, everyone about you guys. <laughs> he's the best. And he's, I think he was the first child to read my book. Which is yeah, and cool I think thing. he read it in about about two hours or something like that. <laughs> that doesn't surprise sat, me with Reuben. Yeah, he just sat there and wouldn't move. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, super cute. Yeah, it's very cute. Okay, for those who aren't sure, can you tell us what autism spectrum disorder is? Yeah, sure. So autism, it's a lifelong developmental condition. And um, it can affect the way individuals relate to their peers, their environment. Um, basically, they can struggle with interaction. Um, it can present in different ways. A lot of the challenges can be around um, high anxiety and um, social skills, executive planning skills. Um, you know, there can be a lot of uh, sort of repetitive behaviours. Um, and yeah, it usually can be diagnosed around about the age of, of two to three. Um, and yeah, obviously, I'm a big believer that early intervention is the main um, the main thing, and and there can be many many things to do to actually help these uh, people living with autism to lead a happy, healthy life. Jess, have you found that with people that are on the autism spectrum, that being surrounded by clutter increases maybe irritability or symptoms? How does that kind of work? What relationship have you seen before? Okay, so basically um, when I speak to parents, they need a lot of order in their lives for their kids to be able to function well. Um, it, it can be tricky for them to to get through a day and um, in sort of, you know, um, organise themselves. And I think extra clutter and extra mess and, and just sort of um, too much, too many decisions to make and all those sorts of things can actually cause anxiety and really um, create problems. Mm. Um, so definitely, definitely um, is, you know, it's it's kind of important to um, lead a kind of very simple life. Um, I find many adults that I speak to talk about how they need to have a really neat and tidy, organised environment to be able to function well um so i think it's a common common thing (laughs) yeah it's so tricky though isn't it though because parents with children on the spectrum or parents who are on the spectrum themselves it can be an overwhelming time um especially when they've just been diagnosed um trying to get um particularly like on the NDIS and finding lots of therapies and having lots of things on their plate. Um, It's quite easy for families to um, feel overwhelmed in that situation and then it spirals and the house can be overwhelming because you're just so busy going to see all these therapists and to do or medical appointments and do all the things that you need to do for your children. Um, that exactly, yeah, know, parent. That's par- exactly right. Yeah, it's it's such a tricky balance. Yeah, which is why we often suggest to these families to sort of bring in the professionals because it's um you know we can't do everything and it is mm. a bit of a vicious cycle and if if we're not organised 
then we can't stay organised, I guess. And, um, you know, I think that's that's a really important thing to remember that you can't do it all. Absolutely. And and nobody can. So, it, it, you know, as you said, when you're, is it called Steps Treehouse something? Yeah, so Steps, was... it's called Steps Autism Treehouse. Steps Autism um, Treehouse. So you yeah. guys do help connect people with the professionals that they need, whether it be a speech therapist, an OT, or, you know, whoever helps their family run um, and for the well-being of everyone in the family, I guess. Yeah, definitely. So often people give us a call when they've had a diagnosis and um, and then we can start suggesting who would be good because obviously every uh, child or person living with autism has different needs. Mm. Um, nobody's the same. So we try and listen to them and try and connect them to the right support. Um, we also uh, do run many activities or many groups. We run social groups and teen groups um, because there's not a lot out there for kids living with autism to, um, you know, socialise and get to know other people in a comfortable environment. Um, so we do a lot of that sort of stuff and, you know, camps and all sorts of things. That's really cool. Um, we've noticed just personally as professional organisers that when we work with someone on the spectrum, that routine and predictability are actually really important. So it might be, um, so say I was working with a child that was living with autism, it might be a matter of them knowing exactly where their socks are and that the socks have to be put on before the shoes and that you should really put your pants on before you put your socks on. And so having a room that's organised actually helps with that kind of planning. How have you seen that being organised can help the lo- like that daily life of someone living with autism? Oh, yeah, well, you're exactly right. So basically, um, we find uh, many, even many um, speech therapists or OTs work with kids on this sort of thing. So basically, if you can take away a lot of the stresses of them having to think about what they're doing, um, it just makes everything easier. And obviously, they love routine. Um, I mean, many kids thrive on routine anyway. Mm. Um, But if you don't change everything, too much it can make it just a lot easier for them to not have to stress about what they're doing each day um, I know with my kids I have a list and we often have things labeled so uh, it might be a container with a label with it with their hair products in it or something like that so they know exactly they look at the list and they know exactly where to go and it just takes away that extra thought process and just makes it a bit easier for them Okay, when we're helping someone with ASD to declutter and organise, what are some things to keep in mind that can best help us serve them, um, either as clients or listeners, um, as family members or friends who come alongside them? Okay, um, look, I think the main thing is to actually get them involved as much as possible. Um, Let them have input on where things go, what you can get rid of. A lot of kids on the spectrum can become quite attached to things and they need to have a bit of a process um, in order to um, to throw things out or um, that can often be an issue um, and um, might involve a lot of discussion around that. Um, I think, you know, I think even though I know a lot of kids on the spectrum that would want to keep every little thing they've ever owned um it would actually be better for them in the long run not to um because I think if they've got a de- like a cluttered a decluttered area they're probably just going to be 
you know, their brain's going to be less cluttered as well, mm. I guess. Um, and, yeah, it probably makes it easier to um, sort of concentrate. Yeah, and I, I think when we're working with clients wherever they are in life is that rapport is really important. Um, and I've found when Absolutely. I go in and work with kids that are on the spectrum that far and above what I'm about to teach them is they need to trust and know that I'm not there to take away from them but actually to help them. Um, do you think that that's a really good way of starting out if you're helping someone in this situation where you're like, I just actually want the best for you in explaining your intentions. Do you think that's helpful or is it better to have something written out that's like this is how it's going to work? Any recommendations for us? Uh, look, I think that every every person on the spectrum is completely different. So it really depends on personality as well. But I actually really love um, that approach. Um, I think, you know, just getting to know them first, find out what they're into, you know. A lot of um, kids, especially on the spectrum, will have a certain obsession or a certain um, interest um, and if you can understand that a bit more before doing anything I think it'll make a world of difference to working with them um, if you can get onto their level and really understand what they love um, then they'll trust you more I think that's that's the main thing you just got to earn their trust I guess that's similar to most kids <laughs> yep no nobody likes their stuff being chucked away without their permission so that's why we recommend when working with any children um, that you do get them involved particularly when they're of an age of understanding so particularly like in I recommend like we recommend like over two or three to really start involving them in the process do you agree Amy yeah, I, I personally only work with children once they're in primary school or above, but with my own kids, and I know Jess did this because our kids were in kinder together, is you actually get them involved as young as you possibly can. And I think something that you want to consider when you've got, say, a two or three-year-old that you're working with, or you've got someone who has struggles with fine motor skills, is you actually want to plan how you're going to organize things to work best to their strengths because if you've got someone who struggles with fine motor skills am I right Jess that that can be oh, something absolutely okay cool I just you know absolutely I need to say at this point like none of us are medical professionals we're just purely talking from experience but yep. you don't want to have like tiny little drawers that have the paper clips in one and staples in another where there's all that little movement you actually want to go, hey, how can we just create one drawer that's got everything in it? Because how frustrating would it be if someone comes in with their own objectives, sets up a system, and you're like, well, I just feel more frustrated because you're asking me to do all these fine motor skills or fold my clothes in a particular way where that's just too much. Absolutely, exactly. Trying to find, trying to find a happy medium between <laughs> organisation and what they like and can do. I think, yeah, definitely. I think you're definitely a good point Amy which is which is true for anybody anybody in any circumstance when we come in and work with you we want to understand you and understand the way that you work best so that we can just encourage the the strength and that you already do have um and um encourage you in those great habits that you already do have and so if something is working yeah, for it, you yeah. then we we want to replicate that because it's obviously working it's when things aren't working that we then need to reassess but we also look 
you know, say we come in and do a wardrobe, we look and look around the rest of the house too and see what is working in your house. And we ask you those questions around why is it working and how does it work for you? And why is this room or this space not working? And it's the same when we work with people on the spectrum and kids on the spectrum. We talk to parents about what does work and their favorite items and, you know, what they're, what they're really particular about and how it does, how they do operate in their own space. Cause as you said, Jess, everybody is unique, um, regardless of, um, autism or not, <laughs> everybody's unique and everybody, um, and we, and we want to empower people to work in their strengths. Right, we all know how much you love the art of decluttering and I have got something equally as good as the art of decluttering. It is Amy's book, Simply Organised. You get a couple of hours of Amy's dulcet tones talking to you as she explains to you all the goodness of how to simply get organised and declutter your home. Head over to Amazon and you can get the Kindle version or the audiobook there. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Jess, a lot of professionals that work with people on the spectrum often speak about executive function. I'm not 100% sure what executive function is. Can you explain it to us a little bit and how it relates to um, autism spectrum disorder? Yeah, sure. So basically executive function is sort of like the day-to-day stuff that we sort of take for granted, I guess. Um, A lot of people on the autism spectrum do really struggle with um, executive functioning or even, you know, executive planning. So keeping themselves organised, whether or not for work or school, um, planning ahead can be really difficult, um, which is why they need sort of visual cues Mm. and assistance in that area to sort of make things easier. Um, So, you know, even young, some young kids can find it even hard, you know, um, well, they can find it even hard to know, like you said before, Amy, 
you know, which to put on first. Do they put their shoes on first or do they put their pants on first? Um, some kids can even have mo- um, gross motor skills problems, so they can actually find it hard to even do this till a lot later than their peers. Um, so I guess it's just a matter of all that stuff that we all just do so naturally and so easily, um, kids on the spectrum can often find really hard. Yeah, and I found an article that um, we'll link to in the show notes from autismawarenesscentre.com and it talks about ways that we can support children with ASD to help them with executive function. And I think you've described it well. It's almost like the the um, processes and decisions that we take for granted in everyday life, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Yep. Yeah, it's like um, I guess uh, for us it might be just easy to know what we're doing that day, but they might need to really, yeah, think about it and plan it and it almost do, you know, like, uh, you know, have lists for the most simple things um, that most that some people would do automatically. Yeah, and that's why um, not only are having visual aids great for younger children, they're also really essential for lots of people on the um, autism um, spectrum because that really helps them to know where things are. I actually was thinking about it the other day because I can't keep my wardrobe organised. I just don't know what it is. I keep the rest of the house organised, but for some reason, (laughs) and then I thought maybe I need labels. That's gold, Jess. Absolutely. I love my label maker. (laughs) So um, I'm coming up to visit Jess in four days and I think maybe Jess we should print out some pictures for your wardrobe. <laughs> wardrobe. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. So what tips would you do would you have for parents who have just been diagnosed you know just had their child diagnosed or have just been diagnosed themselves sometimes um, on yep. their next steps and um, how it relates to um, potentially getting a professional organizer in? Yeah. Well, firstly, (laughs) um, speaking from experience, I would uh, make a list. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So make a list of potential, um, you know, do a bit of research and make a list of potential therapies and potential things that you can um, get to help. But in as far as organising the home, I, uh, I think speaking from experience, I spent a lot of time over the first few years really trying to get some order into my home. Um, so, I mean, I would definitely, if you can afford to or get some assistance in that area, I would probably do it because it can free up a lot of your time um, and just get these systems set up. Um, work out what areas uh, your child needs help in and make it as simple as possible for them. I think, um, you know, uh, I think we sort of uh, – take for granted how much daily sort of stuff can be quite exhausting and mentally exhausting. It's such a, there's such a big mm. mental load for parents these days. Um, and so, look, if you can get help in that area, I would definitely do it. And if you've got an NDIS plan, it is actually worth talking to your provider about whether or not professional organising services can be covered by your plan. I know I work with a lot of clients through their NDIS plan and so, you know, it's just as valid as having someone come and help you in another area because it does help the overall functioning for the child or the adult and it does help, you know, all those other things. Absolutely. Because if you've got a speech therapist coming in but you've got nowhere that you can do your speech therapy, 
well, that's not helpful. Or if you've got an OT but you keep losing all your tools. Yeah, exactly. That's frustrating. Yep. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, um, look, time is always really scarce when you've got a child Mm. on the spectrum because you've got so much going on. So if there is something that you can get help with like that in the home, I I would definitely recommend it. And I wish NDIS was around um, when my kids were younger um, and I wish I had been able to do something like that in my house because it would have taken a lot of work away from me. Um, yeah, and obviously I've still, there's still many, many things now that I could possibly do in my house to make things easier for my kids. And as I said before, it's not just for the kids. I, I know that when I work with, um, families, um, often, and this is, you know, whether they've got kids on the spectrum or not, parents are usually, um, overwhelmed, um, not just by the clutter in their home, but particularly when there's a medical issue, um, they're overwhelmed by the information and the paperwork and, you know, and then we add NDIS into yes, it exactly. and then that just brings on a whole nother level of overwhelm. So I know when I've worked with families um, on the spectrum that my services have really helped um, and I know Amy's have too, when we come in, and we help you figure out of the billions of ideas that your speech pathologist and your OT have given you, like let's um, come up with just one system <laughs> or, you know, like mm. let's, you know, refine all the ideas that you've got bubbling around in your head and just work on getting one system down pat and test it and try it out for a little while before you jump onto the next new idea that you've seen on Pinterest. Um because yeah. <laughs> so yeah, true, it's, so I, true. I, I don't have kids on the spectrum and I um, am overwhelmed when I go into clients' homes who have got kids on the spectrum. I mean, I, I, I tame it down quite quickly and I'm, I'm there to help and serve um, them, but I can totally understand why they've called me. So if you are one of those parents who's feeling overwhelmed, please reach out um, to somebody for help, whether it's Amy or I or another professional organiser in your area or your NDIS management team to see um, who you can reach out for. Um, You know, call a girlfriend and ask them to come around and help you just with the overwhelm with all the paperwork and and all the different systems that you have wanted to try with your child but just haven't made the time, you know, haven't found the time because you're so overwhelmed. One of the... um one of the things I love, Jess, and tell me if this is your experience with people you've worked with as well, is that often once I've organised the bedroom of a child on the spectrum, they're really good at maintaining it. Like they have this understanding of, well, that's where that belongs. Of course I'm going to put it back where it belongs. It's, it doesn't belong on the floor. I'm actually going to put it back in the home that we created for it. And I love watching that. Like I love watching that there's this um, understanding of I've created a system and life is better when I follow the system and so I'm just going to do it. And I think there would be, you know, make life easier if more <laughs> adults could just do that follow through. But do you Absolutely. agree that that's the case? That's a common, oh, yeah, that's that's a common thing, a common um, 
trait with kids on the spectrum. They're, they're yeah, rule followers. Right. Um, they like order. They might not be very organised and good at that sort of stuff themselves, but they do prefer order, which is often why sometimes they do perform better at school than at home um, because schools are so organised and everything has a place and, and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. If um, if everything has a place, it's going to go yeah. back in that place. It's like the best rule followers yeah. ever. Yeah, we, we often joke with families because they say uh, they, they wish – that their kids that aren't on the spectrum yes. be more like <laughs> their kids on the spectrum because they're more organised and <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> they, yeah, as you say, put everything yeah. back in its place. I love it. I love it. <laughs> is there anything else, Jess, that you think is worth um, communicating to our? So mostly our listeners are adults. So any the parents out there with kids on the spectrum that you would encourage them in? Oh, uh, look. To be honest, I think the main, main thing is I've, I've like, we made a bit of a move to uh, Queensland about, how long ago uh, was it, Ames? About 15, 12 months no, ago? No, it was like 15 um, months, 14 days and 23 hours oh, yeah, ago. A bit more than. <laughs> That's how much I miss you. <laughs> oh, you, you are the best. Um, <laughs> that's great. Um, and we, <laughs> we, we bought a house in um, – in Parisian Beach that's very, it's got a lot of storage and it's got a lot of, um, you know, and it did take us a little bit to settle in, but the one thing that I did do was I decluttered a lot. So I, we brought the bare minimum mm. with us um, and that has made our day-to-day living um, so much easier. So if you can declutter, <laughs> I would suggest to do it because, or get help to do it because I definitely have more um, brain power to be able to get through the week and to, and keep organised. Um, I know myself every Sunday that I need to make sure that the uniform drawers are full, that the hair products are full, that the you know all the things that they you know their shoes are in the right place, everything's in the right place. And I and like you said, I make sure that they put them all back in the right place. And having too much stuff that's hard to do because no one, unless you've got a gigantic house. <laughs> but <laughs> even when you have a gigantic Rich, house, like then you've just got even further to walk to put things away. You've still got lots to put away. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, yeah, no, I definitely, definitely, um, I, I think your home and, and, you know, that keeping it free of, Free from clutter just makes everything easier. It's been so. That's my opinion. Good. (laughs) Glad we're on the same page, Jess. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us, Jess. We really appreciate your wisdom and your lived experience um, in this. And um, thank you for everything that you do for the kids in Queensland um, and for your children as well. So we really appreciate having you on. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. And I get to tell people very often that I love them on the podcast. And I'll see you in four days. <laughs> awesome. And By the wait. time this airs, okay. you guys would have Thanks. already been together. That's true. I know. Isn't that funny? So oh, before we finish cool. up, Kirst. Oh, it's a pleasure, me. Jess. We're just going to quickly read out an iTunes review. But, Kirsty, my printout is a bit blotchy, so I'm going to get you to read this one. Oh, okay. It is from Less Is More, Leah. 
So she has written a most enjoyable, inspirational, down-to-earth half-hour chat without being judgmental or preachy. I've binge-casted about 80 episodes in the last two weeks and I'm hooked. I'm already a lifelong declutterer and home organiser and I've never met or heard anyone speak my language like Amy and Kirst do. Everything they say resonates with my philosophy on decluttering and the massive benefits of living with less. Thank you so much for spreading the word and continued success, lovely ladies. Oh, well, thank you, Leah. Thanks, Leah. We're glad you're living with less and enjoying it. Yeah, so if you want any details from today's show, just check out the show notes. And if you've got a friend who also has a child on the spectrum, would you please share this episode with them? We hope that there's a gold nugget that you can take out and whether it's your kids, your nieces and nephews, the kids at school, the kids on the footy team, that you're better able to serve people um, wherever they are on the spectrum. So have an amazing week and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.